This is the show for those who want to live strong in business, life, and family. Welcome to the Warrior Her Podcast. Today's episode is all about living life on your own terms. Lindsay is a badass CrossFit chick who went from selling real estate to reality TV with Guy Fieri. She's no one-trick pony, and her content has earned her a huge social media following. I'm so excited to introduce the world to my girl, Lindsay Green. Obviously, you are my number one, which is, like, huge. This is, this is like, life-changing for me. That's awesome. So when did you, um, like, I hadn't even known you were going to be wanting to do anything like this so I was actually surprised when you had said that you were starting a podcast but it's super cool I've actually always wanted to but I feel like it's pretty low on my list of of things to get done (laughs) at the moment so maybe someday well you're you're kind of killing it with other things so I mean you know I think it would honestly I think it would probably like it would probably surprise you and you'd probably have a huge following like immediately just because of everyone who follows you now, but it's just, um, you could probably bring a lot of really cool information to people. Yeah. I wonder like, cause all of my stuff is really visual and I, I just wonder, I mean, unless it was like an ASMR channel where you, uh, <clears throat> Just listen to eating sounds. I wonder if there is that actually. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure there start, is. It's like I'm start an ASMR here's the sound of the cotton candy. Like, well, I can see the the um, the appeal head. because there's a lot of people that listen to these to fall asleep. Um, and for me, like, I don't necessarily like like that. I have to have people watch me. Sometimes I'd rather just like not worry about what my face is doing and just like <laughs> let people listen you know because it's that like I have my eyebrows like I talk with my eyebrows and when I was on the Food Network show um, they like I remember we were taping the first episode and they're like Lindsay why are you why are you so angry I'm like what do you mean <laughs> and they're like look where you are why aren't you happy <laughs> like I don't know what you're talking about. And, like, to be honest, I don't know if I've told anyone this. I, to be honest, though, I, um, I remember this feeling. This is my happy face. <laughs> I remember feeling, like, while I was on, like, at Guy's house that I was going to try to make a dramatic face so that I would have more TV time. And so I was, like, trying to look like. I don't know, like overly whatever emotion that I was feeling. And then they come over to me and tell me I look fucking angry. And I'm like, awesome. They're definitely not putting my face on TV at all. And it was so true. Like whenever I was on, I was like squinting. Like I was just like, like I was thinking way too hard about something (laughs) all the time. And it still happens. And I might be getting Botox to change that. (laughs) Listen. I am all about the Botox. It's so funny that you said that because I am, well, I'm going, this is random, but I'm going next week to get like laser hair because I've heard so many good things about it. So I'm going to get some laser, but I was like, uh, I'm going to get some Botox. The most amazing thing ever. I got lasered all over and, and it's like the most convenient thing I've ever done ever. I'm I'm like super excited about it. And it's funny because I don't really get a lot of hair. It's like my armpits. And I'm like, okay, hey, like, let's get rid of this. Yeah, that looks like your armpits get like, especially you have dark hair. So your armpits probably have like five o'clock shadow, like fucking dude's face. Like my best friend, Rachel, you'll meet her at the bachelorette party. Her hair is blonde, but it's so thick. I remember in high school, like, I just felt bad for her because even if she shaved her legs were never smooth like that sort of thing and so like dude you need to get freaking laser it will change your life it's so good yeah i am ready and now i don't know if it's the testosterone in my body from like being such a dude and like lifting weights (laughs) but i'm getting all these like old black lady chin hairs oh my gosh i have one what is happening i have one that keeps growing back and like every month or so i like notice it and i have to pluck it again and i'm like this is the grossest thing ever like can i go get laser for one hair 
<laughs> yeah, it's so aggressive. It's just so like, aggressive. I'm like, how much do you charge for happening? one hair? <laughs> I don't even care at this point. It's like, oh my, they're just popping. Like they're on my chin. They're like on my neck. I'm like, oh my, what is happening right now? Thank, why thank am, God why there's so things that can like remove that shit for us now. Like all the things that I've, I, none of this crap was available when we were like in high school or whatever. I don't know if laser was. Yeah, just but, 10 years ago. Yeah. Even. Like I just got microbladed um, my eyebrows and I'm actually getting my final one in like a week or two weeks actually. And it's like also it? the best thing I've ever done because I like, I just have like bald spots in my eyebrows, like towards the center of my face. I, um, it's just like super thinned out. And so I would like have to like shape that area, but that's like a really tough area to shape because it could start to look really like clownish if you do it the wrong way. And so it was just tedious and annoying that I had to do it. Um, it didn't suck to take that off. Like mascara sucked to take off. And that's why I have lashes now. <laughs> also, yeah, I mean lashes, like lashes and eyebrows are—you literally don't, almost don't need anything else. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, I like. You can I don't wake up with lashes and eyebrows, and you're like, aha, about to start my day. Right. I look. What I really like need. A saint. I have like for my videos and everything, I have to wear makeup. Otherwise, I just like look sick. <laughs> it's like ridiculous, actually. So I like it, it, but it's nice that now it only takes me like, I don't know, less than five minutes to just put uh, foundation and then I do a little bronzer um, shadow under my cheekbones and like put blush on, and that's literally it. <laughs> uh, but what I need is one of those tinted moisturizers for like every day because they're so easy like I'd rather just have like a one step instead of like having to wet my little blotty foundation thing like squeeze it out and dry it off and like you know I'm just I want my life to be simple (laughs) yes girl I'm so it's kind of funny because I I feel like that brings us to a, a a set of I have a bunch of questions just so you know I'm just not I wanted, like I told you yesterday, like I want this to be a very organic conversation. I definitely have to ask you some of these questions because I feel like it's going to be important. Yeah, for sure. I've had this. So just so you know, I am fucking prepared. Okay. Like I had these questions written out before I even asked you if you would do it. And (laughs) like I have, I have a list of people with these questions, like of things that I really tried not to be like some of them. I feel like you're probably have heard before. And I really tried, um, I really just tried to do something that would be really interesting more for myself, I think. Like, I don't, it's kind of weird. Girl, you got to just, you know, just go with it. I mean, I feel like in any, in any thing like this that you do, there's, there's a learning curve and you just have to like do it once. And I mean, you can prepare oh. yourself so much and then you just, you do it and you figure out what you liked about it, what you didn't like about it. Then you do it again and then you keep evaluating, you know, until it's at a point where you're like, yeah. Yeah. I, um, I really wanted the focus to kind of be on girls who lift, but, um, I don't like boxes, so I don't want to be. I don't want it to only be for that, right? Because there's a lot of women who who maybe are interested in, in lifting or CrossFit or um, – but women empowerment and just living authentically and being who you are. And I felt like – I'm going to get super lame because I'm just such a softie at heart, right? Uh, but <laughs> You would never know. <laughs> I know. But – when I thought of people who I know, who I feel like are strong, but so authentic and going after what they want, you were the very first person that I thought about. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. And (laughs) I mean, it was just seriously like, you know, I, this brings me to a funny point because I've had people 
who I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Lindsay's bachelor party. And I was just um, with Nick uh, a few weeks ago and some people from the gym and stuff. They were like, does that, is that all Lindsay does? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, do you understand what you're saying when you say those things? Like, I don't know if people are just inherently stupid because maybe they are, I, you know, I don't know, but I'm like, I guess people don't know kind of like the struggle and they don't know what you give up to pursue the life that you want to live. So let's go into that. You know, like I've had tons of people say like, is that all Lindsay? Like what else go like, what else goes into food blogging that people don't understand? What else goes into what you do, the scope of what you do that people don't get? Um, I mean, for me, I, mean, I think for everybody, it's different. You know, um, I think that for me specifically, there's a lot that goes into content creation and there's a lot of like screen time involved. And so um, I guess where, where do I even start? I mean, at the beginning, at the beginning, I definitely like I had another job. I was a real estate agent and I started out and it was like probably a year into doing it that me and Shane moved to Atlanta and I stopped doing real estate. But to that point, I had grown my account like, I don't know, 2000 or something like that. And I was literally just liking photos and I would have Shane like photos like we take turns liking photos because the more photos I liked the more people found who I was and I and then I got followers so I'd get on average probably five follows for every like hundred photos that I liked or something like that so like that's how I initially started trying to put myself in front of people And then I spent so much of my time after that, like trying to learn photography. Like it's always something I've been interested in and I really wanted to be good at it. And I, so I spent a lot of time an entire year on either like my nice camera that I, that I bought, but didn't know how to use yet or my phone and just trying to do the absolute best to take pictures and by the way, that is a stressful situation if you're a perfectionist like me. Like, I will have food in front of me for 15 fucking minutes before I actually decide I have a picture that's decent enough, you know? And I didn't want to settle. Did for you forget it. we were in Denver with you? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, but by the way, you don't know how much easier my life is now. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, am I a happier person? Um, But yeah, that was a huge struggle because I am such a perfectionist and I wanted, you know, I looked up to accounts like the Naughty Fork. I saw like the quality of her photography and how it really brought out the best in food. And that's like what I strive for. And I was very hard on myself during that time because it's like, if it's not perfect, then it sucks. You know, then then it's a failure. Um, So I probably a little harder on myself than I should have been or should be but so it evolved from doing that to then doing the Food Network show and ever since I was on the Food Network show I've obviously been wanting to be in front of the camera more Um, I didn't really start these videos until like a year uh, like a year after I was on the show and so then my, my focus and where I spent my time obviously changed. Um, but I, I take classes on online, you know, I took hours and hours and hours of classes on photography. I took, uh, social media classes to try to learn like how, how to take a good picture or how to be more strategic on like YouTube or whatever. Um, so that was like a lot of time that I spent, um, and then, of course, the video, it's like a whole other set of things. Like, I think for me, it's just you're always having to learn something for like every set, step of the way. There's something that I had to figure out. And that takes up a lot of your time to try to, like, do something well. <laughs> well, know? and realistically, when you're when you're trying to progress in life, you're going to constantly be learning. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, so yeah. there probably will that probably will never end because then when you reach a certain point, you're going to still be learning something else or it's going to be just a different it will look different, but you're still going to have to learn like what it's like maybe to deal with people who want to spot or people who are asking you to do paid partnerships with them or right. like those are all things that you're going to continue to have and to those, learn how to yeah. do like your craft and those things are things that I am but... now doing like I I do uh, run social media accounts for a couple of restaurants as well um so that that helps um I <laughs> yeah I mean I spend my whole day worrying and working and doing things for for the blog um it doesn't just grow by itself so yeah I mean for anyone that says is that all she does I mean I I guess I don't know the context um if they're like saying wow is that all she does or is like that all she does Um, (laughs) I I mean I kind of feel like it's funny because you know I we don't talk all the time. You know what I mean? Like we obviously, you know, we don't, we're not like talking every single day or anything, but there's a sense of pride that I feel, I think, because I know where you started and I know that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't just given to you. It wasn't something that just happened for you. So it's almost like when people say like, is that all she does? It's kind of condescending. And I take a little bit of offense to it. So I'm like, no, yeah. It's not all she does. It's like, funny that you say that because, yeah. What I mean, are you talking about? Like, my... it's it's insult. Like it's insulting because it's ignorant and it shouldn't be, you know. But it's like she had to work really hard. Like, it's been like two and a half, three years because now Lily's going to be one. Like, I was pregnant. Like, it's probably been, what, three years? Since I started everything, it's been like three and a half years. But, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but people don't want to realize that part right yeah they don't want to realize that it's been three years they just think oh is that all she does like she eats in front of her camera I'm like yeah she fucking eats that's right she does (laughs) but she does a whole lot of other things too that I'm like you guys didn't have to see like they've given up things in their life so that she could pursue what she wanted to pursue and people don't get to see that part maybe that's something you should show more you know like yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, for sure. I mean, I've definitely, I've it's it's a lot of work, and people only see what's on the surface. But I mean, to that point, I mean, people make careers out of way weirder things these days. I mean, all you have to have is an audience, and you have a career, and um, it's like it's like a television station or a radio station or a podcast or, or anything, you know, the more viewers you have, the more your ad space is worth, um, the more people want to pay you for your services, whatever, if you're selling something, whatever it is, like for me, it's starting to become both like I, I'm not, I'm selling my, I'm starting to sell my, my talent. I would really refer to it because where I'm talking with producers to start a digital a digital series and so you know if you're a host of a show people <laughs> you're basically doing the same thing right you're talking about food and you're and you're eating food but people people are like oh okay that that's legitimate that's a legitimate thing <laughs> if people are paying you for your talent at that point you know do you feel like there was a a a point where people you know have always been supportive or when you did something specific that they got more supportive or uh, well, I definitely think the um, Food Network show was was huge for me I think that that made me super legitimate in everyone's eyes they just like I mean I think everyone appreciated what I was trying to do and and that I stuck with it and I didn't quit up until that point but once I once I announced that I was on a Food Network show people were like holy crap like I had so so much positive response and my parents like god bless them they were very skeptical of this whole this whole thing not to mention like extended family I'm sure they all thought it was like a freaking joke that I that I was even trying to do this like oh this will be a hobby and then she'll get sick of it or it won't she won't be successful and have to figure out how to get a real job or whatever they were thinking, you know, 
Um, so it was difficult to not be taken seriously because I, I don't like people not thinking that I know things that I'm like stupid or can't figure something out or I, I just don't like that. So it bothered me for a while, but I think people are finally coming around and like actually curious instead of like skeptical. They're just like, want to know how I do it, <laughs> you know? Well, I saw this quote that I found really, it was like something like first they'll like, first they'll criticize you. Then they'll ask you how they did it, how you did it or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I've, I've seen that one before. I can't remember. Some, you know, exactly. something along those lines. Yeah. But I definitely think that, listen, all the fun ones are a little bit crazy. Well, yeah, like, for sure. I mean, nobody if ever you're accomplished If you're creative anything. and you're, yeah. Like, who do you remember that wasn't, that didn't push the boundaries or push the way that life is, life is supposed to be like this, or life is supposed to be like that, or you're supposed to do these things. Like, who, first of all, I don't like rules. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I like to make my own rules. I don't like people telling me what to fucking do or any of that shit. (laughs) Yeah, no. And it's just like, for me, it's, it's huge. Even on this platform, like my goal is to, to, to bring other women like us together or to let them know that we exist. Like, you know, to show people that you can live life on your own terms and you can do whatever you want and it doesn't have to be like it's not going to be easy like people are going to tell you you're crazy or that it's stupid or why would you do that or why would you leave your job or why would you do this but yeah the unknown I'm is is, is pretty scary but if you want exactly. it bad like enough, that's the fun part yeah and for me i think it it helps that i <laughs> I mean, I hated regular jobs so much. Like, I can't tell you. I was such a huge bitch to, like, employers. I swear to you. Like, I just, I could not have cared less about any of the jobs that I had before. Serving jobs, <laughs> real, even real estate. Like, oh, my gosh. I, I So, just to clear this up, because I was on the news and said something about how I didn't like the people I worked with. I think the people. Well, I saw that yeah. on your <laughs> I, I, social media I did I offended a few people by saying that and, and you know live fuck TV them. well fuck them. but the thing is like I had nothing really against my coworkers. I mean most of them weren't people I would like really want to hang out with outside of meetings I mean mostly because they were like pretty old <laughs> like, like much older than me um <laughs> like, you know like I, what did I actually have in common with any of these people outside of real estate probably not a whole lot um that being said I didn't like dislike any of them so much that I didn't want to like be around them or anything like that but I did feel that way about some of my clients they were just awful <laughs> like I just could not stand it and I I wasn't good at my job because of it. And um, yeah, I very much love and sometimes take for granted the fact that I now wake up when I want to wake up, go to bed when I want to go to bed. Not that I couldn't go to bed before, but um, <laughs> that I do whatever I want during the day. I like and I have my list of things that I that I have to do every day, but it's like at my own pace. I don't have anyone breathing yeah. down my neck. You know, I just like. I'm I'm the the queen of the or what is it the queen of the kingdom queen of the castle queen of the castle <laughs> the queen of the kingdom I wanted to say something about this is my kingdom but I just could not say it gracefully <laughs> whatever I mean I definitely think that that's super important for to re-emphasize that you still had to get to this point though like it still took you time and effort. It didn't just happen, but the reward of being able to live life, how you want to live life, like what, you know, that's huge. It's huge. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's super fulfilling now, now that I'm at this point and I feel like this year is going to be huge for me. Um, and then and every year, the beginning. Exactly. I mean, this is, like I said, we're three and a half years in. By the end of five years, I think that I'm, I'm going to be right where I've, I've 
really had pictured and it'll just keep getting better from there I think I don't I don't know where this this whole road will end but um I'm definitely not setting any like limitations for myself like I I'm not I'm not saying oh this is my goal because I want to go past that you know I don't even know what's possible (laughs) I I just want to like keep getting better and growing and see what those possibilities are you know I think that's the fun part of, of, um, of life. And maybe that's cause I'm a, I'm a, I was going to say a little bit of a risk taker, but I'm actually a huge risk taker. Um, I think it's a strength. Some people don't look at it like that, but not knowing what's going to happen. I, I feel like it creates this like desire and drive in you that, just can't be replicated when you want to have a definitive answer you want to know exactly what's going to happen you want to know where you're going to go what's what you're going to do yeah I mean I don't think I never really thought about it like that but I am someone who has to know everything and and so the fact that I don't know when I will be well off you know like that's it's just like a goal that I've had I mean I grew up in a pretty nice house and my family had had money enough for us to live very comfortably and I've always wanted to be able to do those things that my parents did like I want to build like custom build a house with like my dream kitchen and I want to be able to travel whenever I want and travel with my family and you know do that for kids like summer breaks and bake and um, spring breaks and you know, I just want to be able to give my family everything that my parents gave me and then some like I just I don't want to ever have to worry about oh paying for a meal out or like going and buying the, the best food at the grocery store like getting the pair of shoes that I want I just don't ever want to have to to worry about that I feel like that's always what I'm going to work towards and I won't I I I don't see myself ever being satisfied until I reach that point, <laughs> you know? I feel you, girl. I feel you. It's just such and a I did not grow not up that money. way. <laughs> I, I did not grow up that way. But what I want for my own kids and my family and, you know, like, obviously, you, I've told you a little bit, like, we're going to go small and we're going to kind of, um, we want to travel that's like what we want to do with the kids and um it's so everyone's telling us we're completely crazy like everybody like every you know it's just it is what it is but um Uh, you know what everyone's got a freaking opinion and I think that I, (laughs) I know I know people that travel with their kids all the time and it's great and I feel like there's there's no real bad aspect of it other than yeah it's going to be more difficult than if you stay home <laughs> but the benefits far outweigh I think and especially like yeah. if you're a new parent you've got an infant like hey they're free to fly <laughs> you know why not fly when you have an infant I mean why let it stop you I guess I wouldn't want to be it's just up a it's interesting when you start to make decisions that are are actually going to better your future I feel like how much people resist yeah they don't like when I have told people like I want to be rich I want to have this like so we have this whole um this whole like millionaire in three that we're like aiming for um it's like a group of us and I started this like Facebook group of like millionaire mind it's like a like a Facebook group whatever and so I went to this conference long story short I went to this conference blah 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 whatever so we started this Facebook group and we meet every Sunday and we we just talk about like our goals and what's going on in our lives and like how we're going to hold each other accountable and stuff and so that's like our thing and you would be like surprised at how much pushback I get like oh you want to like really you're going to do that or like you know you're even you said like oh I didn't know you were starting a podcast well yeah I haven't exactly advertised it but and I think um, it's and I think it's great honestly like I whenever somebody is willing to like jump out and put themselves themselves out there 
and be brave like that. I mean, what I do think I have it's... to lose? Exactly. I, you mean, know what I mean, for anybody, the worst case anything, scenario is gonna suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it'll suck and people won't like it, and then it'll be like. But for me, for me, that stuff is is learning. Like, okay, well, people didn't like this, so now what? And it's great that you have that mindset to start because, you know, like for me, like I'm I'm a huge perfectionist, and I I needed it to be perfect every single time, and I I it's important that it's not perfect. I mean, the likelihood of it being perfect the first time you do something is like slim to none. What is perfect even? And so, well, and perfectionism is a form of procrastination. Have you ever heard that? Dude, that makes so much sense because I am a it huge is. procrastinator. You want it to be so perfect that you put off that you'll kind doing. of continue putting it off. Because the higher the fear of failure and ridicule, the more you're going to procrastinate. And honestly, when I was thinking about it, like when you were rescheduling and you're like, oh, like, oh, we'll do it again. Like, I was like, it's fine. It, there was a part of me that definitely was like, no, like I can wait. I don't need to like keep it's It's okay. Like I can keep doing it and keep waiting. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, whenever I've because you're also your worst, your biggest critic. Yeah, it's taken me a while. Like each step, each step that I've taken has gotten quicker and quicker. But at the beginning, like you know, learning, saying I wanted to learn how to use my camera. Okay, that that lasted however many months, and then actually taking the class lasted however long. And then actually like going out and taking pictures, like it was like, I had to convince myself to just go out there and try to do it because I didn't want to do a bad job. Um, So I've been listening to a lot of like uh, entrepreneur podcasts and, and, and I don't know if you know who Grant Cardone is, but we were lucky enough to go to his conference a few months ago. And that's, not what sparked this, but what made it like, okay, Courtney, like you need to go. Yeah. And um, we got to like this crazy story. I'll have to tell you another time because it's kind of long. So I won't do that. But um, we got to just meet people that I listen to on podcasts that like, oh, what so are the cool. odds of that? Like, I like found these people on these podcasts and then we got to meet them and like um it just kind of it started this momentum and I feel like once you once you start going toward the life that you want to live and you just take a step right you just take one step one step and then there's two steps and then three and then six and then it's like you just start building the momentum yeah definitely and that's kind of what how did you how did you decide that you wanted to do this for a living um (laughs) like you were gonna leave real estate and and well so how did how did I decide to start a blog or how did why did I decide yeah okay um yeah so I was in real estate and I had this girl that I that I knew that um she was also a realtor and she asked me if I wanted to start a food blog with her and and I said yes I was like oh my gosh that sounds like my dream job I remember thinking like those exact words like oh my gosh if I could like have a blog for a living I don't know what I would do I'd be so happy and she I remember she was like she had a a name already and she said that it had been taken for like the longest time and while I was at her house she plugged it into GoDaddy or whatever and it was available like all of a sudden and so she purchased the domain and so we started like going and taking pictures like you know really shitty pictures of food and like in the dark that sort of thing and, and posting and um and then she ended up being a complete psychopath. I'm not going to say who she, what her handle is or anything, but she was just absolutely a huge nut job. And I was like, <laughs> I have got. Was she just crazy because 
she was crazy because there was a she wanted that control she, of things she was like or was yeah, she just like no, crazy? she was a huge control person it had nothing to do with the actual blog why she was insane she was insane for for other reasons that had everything to do with being like a huge control freak and it was very unhealthy in my opinion Um, so I was like dear god get me away from this right now but I was like I was like god damn it I really do want to start a um, a blog and um and so I ended up really sitting down and, and thinking about what's the perfect name, <laughs> you know, perfect this, perfect It's that. so hard. Yeah, but when I landed, so when I landed on the Hunger Diaries, I just fucking knew. I was like, that's it. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to come up with better than that. <laughs> so I just, I think the name is really when I, when I got excited about it. And it started off as me making up little simple recipes and posting them. And then uh, there was a food truck event, you know, Abaco food trucks in Jupiter, Florida. And shout it shout out. out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember going there and I was like, I'm going to do a top 10. And so I did a top 10 eats at the Abaco food trucks. And I just like remember like, getting everybody that I know that I knew there to buy something and let me try it (laughs) and take a picture of it so I didn't have to spend an outrageous amount of money and um, and that that post ended up getting like 500 shares like I posted it to Facebook this is before I was really doing a whole lot on Instagram if I even had an Instagram page at that point but I remember it got a whole lot of shares so I started doing like top tens and um, and then Instagram became more my focus so then it was more about the pictures and I started doing photos and blah 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 blah. so for people who listen to this and are interested in like starting a food blog or a YouTube channel or are just generally interested in going in the route that you've gone what advice could you give them my advice would be to not expect to make or just to, to, to let them know, don't expect to make any money for a few years, at least, unless you want to just sell your soul to every company that comes along, um, <laughs> that you should not enter into a field like this without, without at least, at least at this point, I think you really need to think first of a unique angle to take and how you can be different from everybody else. Cause I will say like, I did not, my stuff didn't take off until I found something that made me unique. Otherwise my even beautiful photos were a dime a dozen on the platform. So I, I think starting is the most important thing. Like if you feel like you want to do it and you really, really, really have a passion for it, then just do it. Don't think about it. Just do it and act on something. But always, always be looking for that edge, that thing that's going to make you different from everybody else. It's going to keep them coming back to you for more. And um, I don't know what else I would, I would say. I feel like constantly like keep learning because that's what I did. I feel like I was just, you have to be hungry to want to know and ask questions why and look at what your um maybe like the people that you want to be like are doing and try to figure out how they're doing it you know just like be very very curious about about the successes that that people have and how you can be like them trying to think of anything else those probably the biggest ones acting on things is definitely the top though. <laughs> like you're not going to get anything done by sitting around and wishing or hoping or thinking about doing it. Oh my gosh. That's such a good point. Just go for it. Yeah. You just have to do, I almost got a tattoo that that was like a symbol for, for action. Um, but then Shane told me he didn't want me to get any tattoos. <laughs> so Oh, damn it. He just ruined my dreams in Austin. I know. You know, he, damn he, it. he said that, right? He said that it would hurt Don't get him. any tattoos in Austin. Said, <laughs> I wish. Like, there's a few that I want. I really want to get a fork and a knife. Is that off limits? I would totally get a cat. I want a cat. 
he he told me that it would give it would bring him less happiness than it would bring me like does that make any sense (laughs) shane let's chat i told him that if he ever got a motorcycle i would get a tattoo though but I really don't want him to get a motorcycle. Or you could just get him a motorcycle and then. No, I don't want him on a freaking motorcycle. Those things are death machines. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! You you don't know how Shane drives, all right? He is not a safe driver. I worry about him with our future children in the car. He thinks he's freaking Jeff Gordon on the road. <laughs> like he is, in fact, not no. Jeff Gordon. <laughs> I can't. He would be Dale Arnhart because Dale Arnhart died. (laughs) Wow, this did a full three sixty. Yeah, I know. It goes to a dark place. Dark place. (laughs) (laughs) We went from cats and tattoos to death. No, (laughs) stay away from motorcycles, kids. Tattoos don't kill people, not really. Anyways. You know, I'm going to look up the stats on that when I get I'm sure people have died from getting a tattoo, which is why I rephrased that, but the point is, where really were people dying in motorcycle <laughs> Yeah, but, so, what do you think is your, you, what is your edge or advantage you were talking about? Like, learning for people who want to do that. What is it for you, in your opinion, that you think? My edge, people, why um, do you think I think I have a couple of edges right now. My, the first edge, the one that I've tried to focus on from the beginning has been honesty. And because most people do not or are not honest when they talk about food or to be honest, they just like, like everything. And how is that fucking helpful? (laughs) You know, like with food, (laughs) I love this chicken. Well, like that's why I like delicious. It's another thing I love about it. It tastes like shit, Sally. Right. It's like, no, it's actually dry. And people are just too afraid to say what they really think or say when something's not good. And I think the people that are wanting to follow food bloggers, that's what they really want to know. They don't want to just look at something. They want to know where can I get that? Is it good? What is it? <laughs> you know, like those are things people want to know. And so I think that my, I'm one of the few people that are actually giving honest reviews. Um, and then the obvious other edge is um, I, you know, I found mukbang and mukbang is, I did not invent it, not in one way, shape or form on, on YouTube or I found it on YouTube and I did not, you know, it's been around. But what I did do is I took mukbang and I created a different style of content on Instagram, something that literally nobody else is doing. I mean, people are posting their teasers of their YouTube videos where they're doing like where they're eating, but they're not compiled the way mine are. They don't give like the expressions that I do. It's it's like they're completely different than than my style of content and so and and I don't think that it's something that a whole lot of people actually can do like everybody can decide to be honest but not everybody is going to be able to feel comfortable in front of the camera enough to make these videos in my opinion that's just like not everybody is good in front of the camera and I like to think that over over the course of the past year um I've I've gotten extremely comfortable in front of the camera to the point where I almost look at it like it's somebody that I know, like it's my friend. And so I think that that's my biggest, biggest edge. Um, It separates me from the pack. It makes me my thumbnails like on Instagram, like people find them interesting. They they're clickable. Um, Yeah, that's, that's my edge. And you have to really be honest with yourself when you're trying to think about yours. Like, is that something I would be interested in? You know, like you should be like a good cross section of your own audience. You just have to like not not be married to any one idea and really be honest with yourself if it's good or if it's not, you know. Yeah, I definitely think there has to be a like a natural. It has to be very natural. Like if you're feeling awkward about it or the conversation or what you're talking about, like it's going to show. Oh, for, yeah, for sure. Know. And that's why, like, the camera and is especially very you're recording yourself, like, it's going to be obvious that you're uncomfortable. Well, yeah, and that's the other <laughs> thing. It's like, I've, I've learned so many different things. I mean, there's the social media aspect, and then there's the videography aspect. And, like, 
how to edit all of my videos. It was all these, all these separate things that I had to learn in order to even be able to put like an on-screen personality to good use for myself, you know, and really put my own stamp on it. So it's a lot of work, <laughs> a lot of work. Well, and it was so funny because we were looking at, you know, as creepy as this is, I look at all your videos. <laughs> I don't but, think it's creepy. Um, I love when people tell me they watch my videos. We, well, I mean, that's what you put it out for. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, <laughs> hello. Thank um, you. <laughs> we were looking at the ASM, Sam and I, I say we, because Sam and I, right? Uh-huh. Uh, my husband. So we were looking at like the ASMR, which is super weird for me. Right. Like, I don't get it. I totally don't get it. People either I mean, love I it or they hate it. Why people get it? <laughs> I understand the kind of scientific aspect behind it, but it's just so—it's like funny. Oh my god! When I first saw it, it, definitely made me want to get those chicken tenders for, for sure, sure. Right? I wanted to get the chicken. <laughs> I was like, "Ooh, girl, them chicken tenders are crunchy. Like, I need to go get some chicken tenders." Exactly. Oh my gosh, those videos—the ASMR, especially—I think sell food better than any other thing on the planet. Like commercials suck compared to them like any food network show like i want whatever they're eating in every asmr video every single one of them well and i mean come on it doesn't hurt that you're like a total babe oh thanks <laughs> eating these chicken and um obviously you're like fit for no fucking we're like what the fuck like we can i couldn't eat chicken nuggets like that or chicken tenders and look like you so well i'm uh i i feel like anybody really can if they if they just pay attention to how many calories they're eating and you know like if you i feel like you just have to stay at your allotted calories for the day and you can eat your cheat meals and stuff i mean obviously like micronutrients are important too so you shouldn't do it every day (laughs) but but i don't think it's like has there been has there been any like (laughs) awkward moments for you while you're like in a rest um I don't really get do you generally get do you generally get like permission before you do it oh um Um, so it sort of depends like I do set up my camera in restaurants without telling people and it does kind of bother or worry me sometimes because I I feel like it's almost better to beg forgiveness than ask permission in those situations because they think about it too hard and they're like, Oh, maybe we shouldn't let her film in here. And I'd rather just like set it up. And if somebody says, says something <laughs> that I'll be like, oh, all right. Um, I have gotten told that I wasn't allowed to film in one place. And I literally filmed in my car with the food. I ordered it to go. Um, and I get a lot of people that just stare at me. People that like in the middle of filming will will stop and be like, "Hey, what are you doing?" <laughs> I'm like, obviously not talking to you. <laughs> Busy with my camera and my equipment and all the other things I have oh, going yeah. on here, but don't worry, just keep asking. Got a, me got a situation going on, yeah. But, but I I filmed in a restaurant this week, and the guy knew I was coming, and it was Red Wagon Pizza in Minneapolis. And the entire restaurant was empty except for uh, one one table, and it was the owner and actually somebody that had come there to see me. And so, for you know, all intents and purposes, the restaurant was empty except for me sitting by this fucking window filming. And a table of like eight comes in the door, and they decide to sit right behind me. <laughs> and I was just like, "Wow!" So I mean. Obviously, they didn't care about the camera since I'm like clearly talking to it, and it has got to be on. Otherwise, I'm nuts. <laughs> you know? I figured people, oh, if they came in, they're gonna be like, "Oh, I I can't be next to that camera." That's what most people would say. People get really put off about being on camera. That happened at the gym to me once. Actually, I was I only filmed one workout video, and people gave me such shit while I was doing it at the gym that I just did not want to fucking do it again. I was like, no. Oh my god, I'm so glad you casually threw in the gym in there because I was going <laughs> to ask you about, like, we had obviously talked about you're a babe. 
and you can tell that you like do something. I'm, you know, obviously, I know that you lift weights because I've competed with you before, and I'm sure tons of people don't even know that you've actually competed and been competitive, and you're a total athlete, even though you tell yourself you're not, but you are. But how did you start, like, CrossFit? Where did that start, or how did it start, or was it CrossFit first? Yeah, so I, um, when was it? It was when I moved back, I just, me and my ex-boyfriend had just broken up and I moved back to the Jupiter area and like with my parents, (laughs) that's what that means, by the way, back to the Jupiter area. Um, I decided I wanted to get into shape and hard exercise works was around. And they were having one of those like monthly discount things. And so I decided to join and I remember like really enjoying it. Like it was super difficult for me. Obviously like my mobility overhead was absolute shit. So like stuff like snatching and overhead squatting was super difficult. Everything hurt for like two weeks, but, but my body started changing within like like a month or two of being there I just noticed significant changes in my body and I became like obsessed I was like oh my gosh this is amazing and I actually enjoyed doing it because like I never liked going to the regular gym because I I never knew what to do like I never took the time to figure out like which like yeah. work, workouts I should be doing like I'm not a freaking trainer how the hell do like I like the know? isolation stuff like right and like yeah. and I didn't even know if I was going to be working the machines the right way I also felt like highly intimidated by going to the gym because of all of those things. Like I just didn't feel comfortable there. And so with CrossFit, it's like I went and they said exactly what we had to do and showed everyone exactly how to do everything. And then they just let you go. And like, you could put as much effort into it as you wanted. And like at the beginning, like I was, you know, probably taking it a little bit easier on myself considering I was new. Um, But it just became a challenge to me to get better every time I went, it was like, I want to be able to do an overhead squat or I want to be able to do a pull up or like, it was challenging. And I really liked that. And that I could just show up, get my ass kicked, go home. It was quick, you know? So I loved it. And then I met Shane and, and And um, you met Shane at gardens, right? I I met him at his 30th birthday, which was actually on my dad's gambling cruise ship. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you knew that. Uh, my friend Heather had invited me to go on this ship and I was like, well, yeah, it's my dad's ship. So I met him and she's like, oh, Lindsay, you, you and Shane both do CrossFit. You should talk. <laughs> and and so-, so were you at the Hugh and the Garden? You were at Hugh and Gardens. That's how you started? Yeah. Yeah. I was at uh-huh. Hugh Gardens. And then because of Shane, See- I went over to Gardens CrossFit. See, I wonder if I ever, if we overlapped at that point, because that's how I started too. Was that Hugh? I was there like the end of 2013 and the beginning of 2014, probably so that, for like seven months. I did. That Hugh. timeline sounds pretty accurate because I, it was right after I had Juliana, which was around that time. And well, that would be there. very interesting if we were there at the same Was time. Was still coaching? Stephanie and... McCarthy, yeah. Yeah. It probably was. We may not have ever overlapped, but it was around that time. They were all still, like, John and Stephanie. Right. They were all still coaching. And Ron, they R- were all there. Ron was, Ortiz. like, one foot out the door by the time when I was there. Um, and maybe I, you know, I wasn't super involved at all. I just came in and kind of did my thing and then left. And then I wanted to be more competitive and I had known streaky. Like I knew Jen years before that. Right. So I was like, I want to compete. And then whatever, one thing led to another, I ended up at gardens, but, um, I bet we were probably there at the same time. We just maybe well that would be really ironic if we were and then I honestly don't even remember how I how did we even meet I'm trying to think about it and I don't I feel like it was just like I thought it was through I I thought it was through gardens and like I feel like yeah 
I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like we were just like, I don't know. It feels almost like we were always friends. So I just don't remember like a specific moment well, or a time. I honestly or a think day. it was the competition. Like that we, we knew each other and we were like cordial with each other at the gym. I don't think we like really hung out or anything. And then I think that it came down to like doing a competition. I wanted to do one and I don't know if maybe somebody else had said they were going to do it with me and then they weren't going to anymore. And then I was like, Oh, who do you, who else do you think would be interested in, in competing? And I feel like you and I were like put together for that. And that that's how we were, we got to know each other. Yeah. Well, I just know that I still have our shirt that says, show me your kitties. And that was, I knew it was meant to be from that point on. There were kitties involved. Oh man, and so. Shane's ex girlfriend was there, and I kept doing the hand motion from friends. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> you showed me that. <laughs> and it's funny because I watch friends, but like that is so I'm gonna pee my pants because I have to pee so bad, and that is really funny. Oh my gosh, that is yeah, that was funny. funny. I cared a lot about oh, that back man. then. Good thing I don't anymore. <laughs> Isn't it funny how when you grow up and you're like, I don't actually give a shit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Bye. I don't have time. Don't have time to worry oh about these gosh. sorts of things. Well, I want to ask you like two more things because I will definitely, um, we've, we've, I respect your time. We've been on here for a little over what I wanted to. Um, but is there one thing that your friends on social media do not know about you, but they might want to know? My my followers, yeah. I say friends because you know we're all friends here. I wasn't sure if you meant like people that I'm actually like friends with in real life and uh... friends, follower friends, follower friends. Okay, it's kind of this science, this weird science that everyone's your friend. It's a little bit of manipulation. But, you know, <laughs> uh, what's something that they don't know about me that? I could tell them <laughs> that they might, yeah, that they might want to know. Maybe people want to know. Um, I feel like I'm a, a pretty big open book on the platform, but I think just to remind everyone, I I come from like emotionally a pretty dark space, um, and I know that I put myself out there every day and I'm like confident and 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 everything now but I didn't used to be and and I think that it's just important to remember when interacting with with me um or anybody else that that it can your words matter um so I think yeah I mean I just I used to struggle a lot with like body image and just like self-love and, um, and I've, I've just been very hard on myself my whole life. Um, and so I think that's like the other reason I'm doing this to try to, you know, be in a place where, where I'm like totally happy with myself, but, but yeah, it's not all, it hasn't been rainbows and sunshine for me forever. And yeah, that's probably. Do you feel like that's a continuous, uh, work in progress? For sure. And I'm, I'm now more than ever, like constantly trying to figure out how I can better myself. You know, I, I go to therapy. I, I mean, I go to physical therapy. I go to regular therapy for my head, you know, like a shrink. Yeah, girl. <clears throat> I, I haven't been pis- listening to podcasts lately, but I mean, I, I love listening to podcasts. Um, I, um, I obviously work out and that helps keep me feeling sane and happy. Um, I try to pay attention to what I, what I put in my body. Like I'm, I'm very cognizant of how, how I'm operating now because I want, I want to live a better life. And, and when I, when I feel a certain way, I'm more determined to do better for myself. So, um, yeah. Okay. Well, that was intense, <laughs> a little bit more intense. So we're going to end it with some fun stuff. Okay. Okay. So you get to eat with any three people, but only three of them. Your your dream meal location, 
whatever. Who are those three people? Three people that I Mm -hmm. get to eat with. You get to eat with. And this... (laughs) Oh, part of me wants... And it could be, you know, people alive, dead, you know, there's no restrictions. Mm -hmm. Who would they be? Um, if we're talking like celebrities or anything like that, like, of course, whatever you want, of course, I'd love to say like, oh, maybe this is a hard one. This is really hard. I feel like it would want to be people that passed away. I feel like it would probably be like my grandma that passed. Um, Anthony Bourdain. Mm-hmm. be a good one and um who's another really good one huh. Ooh, maybe somebody who is like killed and then you could find out what really happened <laughs> so like a murder mystery yeah. dying experience right oh my gosh I love murder mysteries I can't help myself like ooh Teresa Halbach there we go <laughs> what kind of meal oh the original God, the original question was describe I can't believe I just said Teresa Halbach <laughs> oh Shane is gonna Shane's gonna so, enjoy that one the original question that I had was to describe the meal of your dreams, but I feel like that would be probably pretty difficult too. Oh no, I don't know. But I feel like if, if so, so who with those people, what would you eat if you were gonna? So your three people that you're gonna have dinner with, or food, or whatever, whatever it is, you know, the three people you're gonna eat with, what meal would you have? So, like, this is, like, the end-all, be-all of meals, I'm guessing. Yeah, this is your last last supper. I would have a a lot of a a bunch of different types of stuff. I mean, I'd want – I would want my favorite things from around the world, I think. I would want, like, the cacio e pepe that we had in Rome. I'd want – I'd want some, like, really good salmon sashimi. Um, I would want a, like, the best – double smashed cheeseburger ever um the one we had in new zealand was like probably the best thing ever i would definitely want velveeta shells and cheese (laughs) and um chocolate what was that um everything (laughs) what was it that when we were in denver with you guys um Oh my god, I can't remember, but it was so funny. I'm laughing because it was just so funny, but I just can't remember. He was saying something about like the macaroni and cheese that you were eating, or was it something that he ate and it was like really cheap or like Oh it well, I mean I always buy Velveeta. It was like a term that he <laughs> Oh my gosh, I cannot remember what it was, but it was so funny. And Sam and I still say it to each other because it was just so funny crap i cannot remember it that is terrible but what like a nickname for box mac and cheese or yeah maybe it was like it wasn't cheap but it was like cheap it was like oh my gosh this is gonna kill me i'm gonna remember this like three weeks from now (laughs) what the word that you guys said was it was just so funny i'm interested to know you have to let me know i cannot believe it Okay, one more thing, and then I will let you go, because you have stayed with me faithfully for a little bit over. Um, okay, so it's a game of this or that, okay. and you can only pick one. Okay. Okay? Hip-hop or house music? House. Vodka or tequila? Vodka. Tacos or burritos? Tacos. Appetizer or dessert? dessert sweet or salty salty cold or hot hot beef or pork beef italy or spain italy why why (laughs) (laughs) yes why because pasta (laughs) one word pasta (laughs) and what has been 
the biggest struggle about living life on your own terms? The biggest struggle? Um, I think it's just about um, feeling like give, being confident in your in that you're making the right decisions, that you're doing the right things. You know, um, that's been my biggest struggle is just maintaining confidence moving forward. You know, when you second guess things, you you stall or you don't do them to the best of your ability. And so um, that's been the biggest hurdle for me is just not or used to be more so that I didn't believe that I could do certain things and and thought that nobody was taking me seriously and that sort of thing. I'm I'm definitely the type too that word like the words of affirmation. Like I need people to tell me that I'm doing a good job. I like having pats on the back. And so when people don't don't quite understand you and you have to kind of give yourself your own pats on the back. <laughs> that can be Yeah, yeah you gotta exactly. be your biggest cheerleader. <clears throat> exactly. Well Yes, it it's has. Been it's fun. been nice talking with you for a Got while. And just catching up and learning some things that I <laughs> didn't even know. Thanks for joining me today on the Warrior Her podcast. And remember, girls really do run the world.